It's the 401, episode 7. I am your host, Tanner Ward, and with me, as always... Hello. Oh. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Join the Pop Top Club. Pop Top Club? Pop Top Club. Desk Pop. Desk Pop, yeah. <laughs> I'm on at a desk right now, actually, so that's yeah. funny. Hey, so am I. Yeah. I feel so professional. I know. <laughs> I definitely am not at my house, but hopefully this works and it's going to be awesome. Uh, I was telling Tan that there might be a train and it's going to be loud. So if you like rustic sounds, this is the podcast for you. Well, you're about to ride the 401 train. Is oh. that, does that work? <laughs> yeah, but it's not going to be like a Jason Aldean. Sorry, excuse train song. So. <laughs> It is Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) That's crazy. It's already 2020, man. I know. The worst thing is looking at the the ID age at a bar and you realizing, holy cow. Like it's in like it's in almost in the 2000s. What is it? Yeah. 99 right now. Yeah, next year, people yeah. born in the year 2000 will legally be able to drink and get into bars. That's crazy, man. That is Could crazy. Be sitting next to someone who was post-Y2K at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, definitely, yeah. we need to figure out some of that top five categories. Because I've been thinking of some, just mm-hmm. category-wise, but... I mean, obviously, we could do, like, best movie and stuff, but I think we're yeah. going to think a little bit outside the box when we actually come up with something. No, let's just do really boring ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> best. Dang, I, I couldn't, couldn't even come up with one right there. So Wow. I know. Hold up. Give me another <laughs> one. Give me another one. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what I want to usually say, you know, before we really get to talking is that uh, – you know, the 401, where we are relying on your on everyone's support that listens to the show. So please share our stuff uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can just look us up on Facebook. We post about the show. Share that to get the word out. And on Twitter, retweet our stuff. Please uh, follow us at the 401 pod, at Tanner Ward 7, at in does shot 47. Help us spread the word. We are relying on all of you that are listening to this. Help us get the word out. Spread uh spread the 401 around tell your friends tell your family let's keep this train rolling and if anyone asks what the 401 is just say yeah. it's a party it's a party it's a party <laughs> well, um, so no one... we can't we can't afford uh advertising um but the super bowl advertising 5.6 million dollars for 30 seconds Tanner. Jesus. You think we could pull that one together on the GoFundMe? For 30 seconds? If we can't yeah. if we can't afford a Super Bowl seat, I don't know how we're going <laughs> to afford a Super Bowl ad. Oh, uh, the big uh the, the minute one is like 11 11 million something. I can't so really we see got, it right now. We got to have Budweiser, Doritos, avocados uh, from Mexico is the big one. Are we Mike gonna have- Bloomberg again is going to be on there. That idiot. Oh. I hate him. Oh my God. I, yeah, no way. Bud Light, Ultra, Seltzers, Coca Cola, Doritos. And it looks like it has a little uh, Sam Elliott in it, actually. Ooh, I like me some Sam Elliott. 
Yeah. First, first Little two. Noss and Sam Elliott. How does that work? Uh, I don't know. That's going to be an interesting mix. Yeah, uh, it is. First, first two seasons of The Ranch, by the way. Post two, a terrible show. Yeah, I mean, there's hit and miss. I just like all the drinking. It just gets me in the mood, <laughs> especially in the winter like it is now, and it's freezing cold outside. You can't do anything. It's like freezing rain right now in St. Louis. So, Like yeah, you need any help. Do. Like you need I, any help. I, 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 don't. I either need to watch a movie, sports, show, and I'm ready to drink. So that's everything <laughs> I watch. Do you think Tim Tebow is going to do another sermon during the Super Bowl this year? I hope not. Didn't that he was just like, get married? He did. It's officially he had sex online. It's trend. it's official. <laughs> it is yeah. official. Yeah, everyone is congratulating him on Twitter about the sex. So congratulations to Tim Tebow. Hey, are they doing anything for that NFL hundred for the Super Bowl? Are they announcing more players? Or do they already announce that all? That's that's already done, man. Okay, I just saw something that says NFL hundred commercial. So oh. Uh no, they did that commercial last year where they had all the NFL oh, stars yeah. that were at that like uh black tie event, and this year they're going to do another one with like a bunch of kids. So, like the future next hundred years. Yeah, like they put a stipulation on it though, like your kid actually had to be athletic. You had to send in tape of your kid. So I did not qualify. Apparently, I was too old. They said to be on there, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so this website has all the commercials and like in detail of what they're gonna be like. I think I don't, that's that's I don't insane. Want, I don't want any spoilers. All right, I'm gonna spoil one though. <laughs> all right. Well, it says Coca-Cola will either advertise a Coke Energy or a sparkling water called Aha Aha. It's called what? That is set to launch in January and March. So it's a it it says either. A Coke Energy or sparkling water called AHA, which is A H A for those spellers out there. <laughs> yeah. So they're not too specific, but if you want to, you can go to businessinsider.com Super Bowl 2020. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. You got um, any other uh, shit to talk about? Yeah, man. Um, I, I saw a couple of your notes, obviously, and we'll, we'll get mostly into sports later. But so I had a, a conflict this week with work. Um, mm. <laughs> I tried to outsmart my boss and it just kind of backfired right in my face. So uh, we do like vacations. We do like draft pick almost. So uh, seniority gets first, obviously, and then you kind of like draft pick your weeks. So I picked March. I think fit 16th through whatever that week. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is a mistake. They don't know that St. Patrick's day is the 17th. Cause the well, previous years we haven't been able to take that off that week. I'm like, yes, I'm going to get that. We're going on vacation. I think we're going to like dolphin Island kind of like by mobile. So that's just so, an Island full of dolphins or an Island made by dolphins. I don't think there's a single dolphin there and it's spelled oh. not like dolphin dolphin. It's like it's spelled weird. Oh, with like two F's instead of PH? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a speller. Like I said, I don't pay attention <laughs> to that kind of stuff. So, um, anyways, he texts me today and he's like, hey, man, 
can you not pick that date? I'm like, oh, man, they figured out St. Patrick's Day. They want me to work. <laughs> and so I'm like, uh, why? What's up? I'm like, and he's like, oh, it's just not a good week. I'm like, well, frick. I, I, so I lied to him, obviously, like any good employee does. I'm like, look, I, I bought my plane tickets. They're not refundable. Well, if you can't do it, then you can't do it. I'm like, what's up? Like, why do you want this? Thinking he would say, oh, St. Patrick's Day is that, that weekend. He did not. He said another guy asked for that week three weeks ago. Ooh. I'm like, was he at the draft? No. Well, then it's my week. But I thought I was going to be like one upping him and like play stupid and not know that it was St. Patrick's Day. But anyways, I'm going to sit on St. Patrick's Day. But yeah, he just kind of made it boring. And I was really disappointed, actually. Well, I'm really glad you told that story with a boring ending. Well, that's how you start podcast. You save all the good stuff for later, right? We, uh, I thought you we, front load uh, a podcast. Yeah, that's Both people are still <laughs> listening. Thinking. You're supposed to front load the podcast. Look, I'm not a journalist, right? I don't know how to do that stuff. They taught me it. You didn't know whistleblower the other week, and you're a journalist, oh dude. That drove me crazy. I texted Nick about 15 minutes after the podcast ended, just the word whistleblower. If you missed a couple episodes ago. <laughs> We were talking about the Astros stuff going on, which we're actually going to get into a little bit later. Yeah, and uh, my dad comes up to me. I think it was like, he's way behind, but he is a trooper. He's listening to the podcast. And I was about, probably about two podcasts later, maybe four days later. I can't really remember which one. And he goes, Nick, you guys were trying to think of whistleblower. You couldn't think of that? No, dad, I could not think so. (laughs) Thanks for that. So I texted Nick like 15 minutes after the podcast ended and just sent the word whistleblower over. (laughs) We could not think about that. We were talking about the Astros, which we're going to get into later uh, on the show, but Mike fires basically became the whistleblower on the whole cheating scandal going on. And we were discussing that. I don't even remember what podcast that was, but neither one of us for the life of us could think of the word whistleblower. (laughs) It was one of the most frustrating times of my life. I mean, you step up to the plate and you freeze a couple of times. It's just going to happen, man. You're going to get thrown a sick deuce ball and you're going to swing and you're going to miss. You fail seven times out of ten and you're still an all-star. Unless you bury bonds. But we'll get to that later, too. Uh, Yeah, I have a lot to say. All right. let's Let's go into one of those then. All right, so Astros owner Jim Crane said that players will apologize for their actions. Finally, so a lot of people were upset that Astros players, first time they spoke publicly after their manager, GM, all that happened, all that, they got fired, all the sanctions happened. I keep saying sanctions about this. It's not sanctions. That's just NCAA, right? Yeah. Kind of. I keep saying sanctions, but all the penalties came down on the Astros and none of the players sounded remorseful. They actually tried to use it as like an underdog story for themselves. A lot of people got pissed at that. So Jim Crane said they will apologize for it at spring training. Okay. That's a little late, Jim. Spring training is pretty far away still. And you're letting these players, I mean, these apologies have some heavy repercussions to them. You've destroyed the integrity of the game in a way. And now 
these players have till spring training to rehearse an apology. Like we're in third grade and apology is going to fix everything. They cheated their way to a world series and their only punishment is going to be an apology Two world series. Well, just one win. Okay. Yeah. Is is what I meant. But yeah, they went to two. Uh, I would honestly be happier if Jim Crane would just come out and tell all of us to shove it. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, last podcast, I was kind of wrong in saying that people weren't mad. And then I kind of looked into it more because you, I mean, you fixed me right away and I kind of looked into it. And then I heard, um, what's his face on Cincinnati from uh, Cleveland pitcher? What's his face? Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer um, in an interview with actually the big cat and all of them. And um, apparently he, he heard some rumors about it, but he always prepared himself more when he was facing the Astros, just because they were, they are a better team. They, um, you know, they still have great hitters, even though they're cheating. But so apparently it was going, uh, people knew about it in the league, but um, yeah, that's so ridiculous. That's so long laid. And then are they in Arizona or are they in Florida for their spring training? I cannot remember. I don't even know half of it really. Houston is in Florida. Yeah. They play the Cardinals. Okay. uh, Okay. They're in the grapefruit. So we share a stadium with um, who? Uh, the Cardinals. Uh, is it Houston or is it Marlins? Marlins. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. What the heck? Apologize now. You have a PR team. Maybe they just want it to like go away for a little bit and people forget. But they're not going to forget that. No. They're going to be pissed. <laughs> I still like my I still like my punishment ideas. I think the Crawford boxes should be an automatic out if an Astros player hits the ball in them. I mean, how many how many righties do they have? They have more lefties, don't they? Altuve's righty, Al- isn't he? Altuve, Bregman, Guriel. Uh, who's I don't know. Are they switch hitters though? Is Guriel switch hitter? No, he's just on the right side. Okay. Uh, Correa's a righty. Um, that's their infield. Brantley's Brantley's lefty. He's out there. They just replaced Josh Riddick, didn't they? He's not coming back. I don't remember who they got with him. Is anyone going to sign Alex Gordon? Because like over ridiculous amount that he's really owed. Uh, I don't really think he's worth a ridiculous amount anymore. I know. I think he'll. But he's a veteran, and that's the bad thing about free agency right now is they're going to have to pay him, and he's not a good offensive player. Yes. He's a great defensive player, but well, I mean, no, he's he's not worth anything on the offense. Some team will sign him just because of his defense, because obviously defense is such a big deal right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if Alex Gordon gets a minor league deal, a two way maybe deal. Well, yeah, minor, but yeah, minor league with an invite to spring training, and then he has a chance to make the roster. I think that might be the best he gets. So now with all these veterans, you're just going to see a lot of one year deals. Maybe just like Ozuna, like they don't want to pay him all that money. He's getting older, and that's why I mean, he signed that one year deal with Atlanta. These are what the veterans are going to have to do. It's just like I said, sign that one year deal, and then maybe if they think that they're young enough to perform, then they'll sign him for longer. The Royals re-signed Alex Gordon today. Did they? Yeah, so we're actually, I didn't say this being the show, we're actually recording this Wednesday night. So if anything breaks Thursday morning, 
we will not have it for you. Uh, work circumstances, I won't be able to record this tomorrow afternoon. So we're doing it Wednesday night. It will be still be released Thursday morning. But, yeah, Alex Gordon signed today, Wednesday, 9.15 a.m., $4 million. One year, $4 million. But, yeah, the Ozuna thing, I thought it was kind of funny. So the Braves signed one year, $18 million. Uh, his qualifying offer would have been, what, 17.8, I believe? It's around there. Yeah. Qualifying offer was 17.8 million, which he got from the Cardinals. So he ends up signing with the Braves for 0.2 million more and will still get draft pick compensation. So, I mean, it's kind of a win. I mean, Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta's. They're an up-and-coming team for sure. They have the potential to make a run. Um, maybe he just saw more potential in them and um, than the Cardinals' future. Well, he'll take Nick Markakis's place out in corner outfield, and he's got a better bat but a worse glove. So you're losing a little bit in the field. You're gaining some in your lineup. They have a pretty nice lineup already. So I, I kind of see him as an upgrade, actually. But, yeah, so he basically signed the same deal – same offer he got from the Cardinals. I'm kind of glad he didn't sign that. Um, I don't know. I didn't really want Ozuna back. Maybe I was in the minority there as a Cardinal fan, but yeah. He was in- about half and half, really, in St. Louis talk. I mean, I mean, the radio, they they didn't mind signing him for one deal, one year deal, but they didn't want really anything more. So it was really 50-50 in St. Louis of whether uh, Ozuna should return or not. But yeah, so he's in Atlanta now, and you know he's going to have 10, 12 RBI. He's going to have he's going to have a nice couple of series against the Cardinals, most likely. That's just kind of seeing how it goes. Oh, for sure. Um, so kind of going back towards the Astros too. I mean, people are saying that they're going to throw at the the Astros this year, and I don't think that's that's even more bad than what the Astros did. Like you can actually <laughs> injure someone throwing at them. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. I'm pretty. I'm sure some people have said that. I really some of the older people think that way, and maybe it's just a stupid social media thing I saw. But I, I can see if anyone would do it, it would be either L.A. or uh, Washington. But Washington's not going to. I don't even think they play each other. Honestly, Washington so. would do it. I don't know why the Dodgers would do it. Because they lost to them in the World Series. I don't even know if the Dodgers will play them, but I don't think the Dodgers yeah. will do it. Those were the only two teams I can think of. And other than that, yeah, no. Yeah, you got anything else on the Astros? I think that was all I had. Mm, you think Josh Reddick uh, washed his hair in the offseason? <laughs> Does he not wash his hair in the regular season? Dude, he has the greasiest hair ever. He's got like hockey lettuce. <laughs> Is he still an Astro? I honestly don't know. I, have, I, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm usually much better with free agency and player movement in the offseason than I have been before, like in the past. I'm yeah. just, I have not kept up with it nearly as much this year as I typically do. I wasn't even expecting to talk this much about it, but I was neither. Um, I actually, yeah, we can move on. You want to move on to more baseball issues about uh, maybe the Hall of Fame? Yeah, so the Hall of Fame is the next thing here on the docket. Uh, Derek Jeter and Larry Walker are the two inducted into the 2020 class. Derek Jeter was one vote shy of being unanimous. 
Larry Walker, on the other hand, made it in by six votes on his final year of the ballot. And what's it out of 470, 440? I don't know. Well, however many votes it takes, it's well over 400. Larry Walker made it with by six, and it was his final year. You get 10 years, he would not have, uh, he would have been taken off the ballot after this year. So he sneaks his way in there. He's much deserved. It should not have taken Larry Walker 10 years to make it in. But he's finally in now, just a class of two. This is kind of how it goes for Major League Baseball in their Hall of Fame. You know, any anything more than three is a large Hall of Fame class. I'm not a big fan of it, but more importantly, one of my thoughts personally is that, and I'm going to talk about the rules here in a little bit, but one of my thoughts is I want to start off with this. If the Astros get to keep their World Series, which they do, MLB announced it today, I believe, that they get to keep their World Series, then Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and you can. Uh, do you have any stats for him? Like, I know he was yeah. he was a forty forty player. His, I don't know how many his stats years, were but... insane. He was a thirty thirty guy with Pittsburgh, and then he bulked up and started hitting all the bombs. And then he quit stealing bases and then just hit moonshots all day. He his walk numbers were insane. Then the fact that he put up the home runs, uh, on base percentage, the OPS, ev- all the the slugging percentage, everything he put up. The fact that he was able to do that while walking and being intentionally walked at the rate he was nets him a Hall of Fame right there. Yeah, out of out of all the steroid people, I think Barry Bonds deserves it the most. Um, well, Bonds was never caught, though, correct? Yeah, yeah, but you have to be, you know, an idiot to not see that he took steroids. Are, are you sure? sure? Because. Uh, Tanner, I, I mean, I so for argument's sake, I am sure, but no, I am not like a doctor, a steroid professional, whatever seeker. So like. I actually, this is honestly the first time I think I've ever defended Barry Bonds. Okay, and I'm about to do it. When when I was playing college baseball, in two years out of high school, I gained thirty pounds. Okay. Is that because of beer or is that because of weight? Literally? That was probably the least amount of beer I've drank in my college career. And I was going to the gym about six days a week. My day revolved around class practice gym and I put on 30 pounds and it was mostly muscle. All right. There was a little bit of beer gut in there, but if you think about when bonds was with Pittsburgh, it was the late eighties, early nineties. He goes to San Fran in 93 you think that, you know, lifting and and all that kind of stuff, your health regimen and whatnot, not the same back then. So guys weren't putting on the same muscle mass. So if he came across that late while he was still young in his career and still had those high testosterone levels where, you know, your body can just shoot up in muscle very quickly, there's a honestly, there is a chance, maybe a five percent chance that there was no steroids involved. Now, maybe pro-hormones, something else. <laughs> Good possibility. Yeah, I mean, but, you were probably on some uh, boosters, weren't you? Well, do you know what I was taking? I know you were taking the deer antlers for a little was, bit, but that was, I, that was later on in I college. was taking my ass to the gym. 
You were doing something, Tanner. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I did do a little bit of the deer antler spray at SEMO. That's what uh, that's what Ray Lewis got suspended for, but I was no longer a athlete, so it honestly didn't matter. Yeah. But yeah. You know what? Bravo to that argument, though. I mean, you're not wrong. It's not physically impossible to do that. But at the same time, to, to still be. He had 73 home runs, Tanner. <laughs> yeah. 73 home runs. Yeah. Everyone else who did that got pretty much caught well, with steroids. Mark McGuire's trial was the most awkward thing yeah. ever. And he, yeah, but well, yeah. Hold on. Was, My first point is no one's done that. You said 73. No one's done that. What was it again? No one said 73. You said everyone else that's done that. No one else has done that. Oh, yeah. But right. I get what you're saying. He's gone around that number, yeah. I'm actually – I'm looking at stats now. That was actually – 70 was Mark Aguirre's number, right? Yeah. That was actually Bonds' only year breaking 50 home runs. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, that is. But he did. I mean, he was in San Fran, though, too. Yeah. One of the hardest parks to hit home runs at. But it's, it's I, had a, I had a dream about uh, Cardinals having a home run derby again. But go on. Hold on. I was doing some counting. <laughs> he had. All he right. had. Get the toes out, get the fingers. I almost that. ran out of toes. He had 14 straight years of posting an OPS over a thousand. Which for the idiots are what is that? That's mean? fucking insane. What's OPS? On base plus slugging percentage. Okay. I mean, yeah, he, I, I think he... Well, an OPS I, OPS I, over 800 is good. OPS over 900 is... You're talking about all-star caliber. OPS over 1,000, you're talking MVP caliber. And the dude did it for 14 straight years. And did it 15 out of 16 years. The only The year that he broke the streak, he had an OPS of 999, .999. And that was his age 41 season. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the actual Hall of Famers, though. Larry Legend. Yeah. Walker, he was with the Cardinals for a little bit. I think he, he did more for the game, too, after his career, which um, I think the people from the Hall of Fame liked that, too. Maybe that helped him out a little well, bit. Well, A little bit too late, almost a little bit too late, though, almost. Yeah. Definitely what you do outside of baseball will affect you getting the Hall of Fame. Uh, obviously, with Kurt Schilling, so yeah. I mean, he coached the Canadian team for the couple of the uh, not Winter Classics, Winter Warmups, or whatever they're called. Um, what are they called, Tanner? I can't. Remember. They haven't had one. In World since World Baseball in four World years. Baseball Classic. Yeah, they have um, one every four years. Yeah, and then I know he helped Skip Schumacher a lot um, transitioning from. Uh, was he outfield to second base, or was he second base to outfield? Outfield to second base. To second base. So, never mind. Who, I can't remember who went out there and he was helping him with. Rick but um, uh, Yeah, that's what, what it is. Um, no, that, it was not. I thought I was but, like three straight. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
No, it might have been, honestly. I, I can't remember. I did read Rick Ankiel's book, and I do not remember anything about Larry Walker in there. I remember Jim, Jimmy Ballgame teaching him a lot. but um, And then, obviously, we have the biracial angel, Derek Jeter. <laughs> you should have shot A-Rod. A-Rod. <laughs> uh, good quote, good quote. Am I am I wrong saying that Adam Wainwright let Derek Jeter hit a home run in his last All Star game? He didn't. He didn't hit a home run, did he? Was it like a triple or something then, or double? Was, like it was a pitch right down. Yeah, the middle. he threw him a cock shot, and Jeter hit it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see. He gave him one. It's not like he banged a trash can or anything to let him know it was coming. He just he grooved him one, and Jeter Jeter smacked it. So. I don't have a problem with it. It is an all story. Give it a good dick slap. Yeah, we'll tally whack. Dick slap some tally whack and tally whack some dick yeah, slaps. Exactly. So, dude, Jeter G- was amazing though. He he, the guy who did not vote for him. If he ever gets found out who it is, I think, he. I think they know who it is. It got posted publicly, didn't it? Oh, did it? Well. When I was listening to stuff earlier, they did not know. Well, I'll Google it real quick. But I have I have okay. a hot take. You ready? I, okay. Hot pockets? Yeah. A little ham and cheese coming your way. I think that it was more of a shame that Ken Griffey Jr. was not unanimous than, uh, than Derek Jeter. Dude, these guys are clowns. Like, who are – like, I know, like, a lot of them are sports writers and um, – uh, is it people from the game too? Is it um, announcers? Like, what is this? Do they just give it all to ESPN stupid people? Like, what is this? You could have just stopped at ESPN. I know. <laughs> I, well, I know sports writers, and there is a lot that are very um, important to the voting. But limit your voting to, like, I don't know, maybe 100, honestly. Yeah, instead of, like, half the country. And so, yeah, and so, yeah, really. Yeah, uh, uh, Jeter, uh, 397 ballots. I thought it was over 400. That's still a lot. Okay, though. yeah, you're right. For now, it has not been published who did not vote for him. But I'll tell you what the problem with that is, is that guys don't fill out a full ballot. And that's why guys keep getting booted off the ballot is because Snubbed. these sons of bitches will only vote for two or four people when they have 10 and now guys are falling off the ballot or guys like Larry Walker have to wait till their 10th year to make it in. And I don't like it. If you, if you get the honor of being able to vote for the hall of fame, you should use all 10 slots. But some of these guys, I feel like they take it for granted. We vote. Then we <laughs> exactly. They should have to fight. I know. Yeah. Um, so, I was just thinking of that close all the time, but I was going to say something. <laughs> oh, it's just like real elections. Like you don't actually vote everything on a real ballot too. Like, I've never voted actually. Okay. I know people. Like no, it. hold on. There is a difference between selecting 10 amazing baseball players to make it in the hall of fame and voting for a new state law that you can't understand the print of. Like there, there's difference between voting like your 2016, 2020 upcoming election and the hall of fame vote. So that yeah. was a bad take by you, Nick. Take it back. No, 
I will not. I stand correct. Oh, here's my other my add-on. I said Griffey deserved to be unanimous more than Jeter. If Derek Jeter played his career for the Mariners and the Reds like Griffey did, then Jeter would have taken four to five ballots to get into the Hall of Fame. Whereas if Griffey played his career for the Yankees, he would have not only been unanimous his first year on the ballot, they would have moved his first year up. They would have changed the rules to where he could have been put on the ballot immediately. He would have been the owner of uh, Miami Miami Marlins. Exactly. I agree with you, actually. That's a good take. I wasn't even thinking about Thank that. Thank you. Swap them and Griffey. Imagine Griffey playing his entire career right now at this current Yankee Stadium with that short porch. That beautiful, I mean, God-given swing of his. Like, Booby Mile running a football does not compare to Ken Griffey swinging a baseball bat. And that short porch, that's heaven right there. He would have been literally on top of the world. I can spend if he I can spend an entire day just watching Ken Griffey Jr. swing a baseball bat. I still go back and uh, watch the uh, home run derby at Fenway occasionally with him. And I think, oh man, who was it? I think Bonds was in it too. Maybe no. if you're if you're a right-handed batter at Fenway in a derby and Boz and Griffey are swinging from the left side of that short porch, you might as well just quit. Yeah. Did you did you have anything to add to Bonds being in the Hall of Fame? Like, or were we kind not of being in the Hall of Fame? Or not? Yeah. Disagree with me. I mean, the dude. No, I I really don't. I mean, I I get both ways and. I know it's it's one way, but not really. I just he was a great player. I know he was a great player. People know he was a great player, and that just last couple of years is really what impacted his whole identity as a, a baseball player. Just because they thought he was taking steroids, so he led the league. I don't, hold on, he led the league in being walked ten times. Yeah. That's insane. He batted 370 one season. His eyes were good. Still had good eyes. He batted 370 the year after he hit 73 home runs. And the dude's, dude's a player, I know. Put him in the Hall of Fame. You're letting you're letting the Astros off easy. Put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm saying it. My All right, last, do you want to go to our two NFL topics now? My last baseball thing to say is Carlos Beltran. I don't know if he, is he on the ballot yet. Is he eligible? Whether he, mm, I would not imagine so because he played what he played two years after the Cardinals. Okay, so he would have been eligible next year. Probably. Either way, Beltran should never see himself on a ballot, and there is no. No day I ever thought I would say Bonch be on, Beltron off, but that's where we're at now. After this whole Astros yeah. scandal, that's where I'm at. Um, Actually, hold on. A little bing, bing, boom here. MLB will use robot umps for spring training. It's happening. The robots are taking over. Yep. Finally. They did it in the, the minor leagues a little bit last year. Yeah. I think it is weird, though, that 
the that Rob Manfred, you know, is going through this whole thing where the Astros use technology to cheat and win the World Series, and now Rob Manfred's going to add more technology to the game. Yeah, but these umpires, I just want the players to swing at the damn ball sometimes, and they're just so picky. Just because the umpire, he knows the umpire strike zone. And he knows he's not going to call that outside pitch. Or I, I actually, pitch. I actually think players, like if you look, they're they're not going to be any happier with the electric strike zone. Oh no, they're going to be probably more pissed. Yeah, they they complain about a fastball right at the freaking logo. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Swing at the pitch. Yeah, a lot more. No, high- they have their they have their uppercut swing, their launch angles that they can't get to, and. The only person, the best highball hitter is Altuve, though. I will give him that. What? Just because he's so short, though. <laughs> His highball is most people's belt. Yeah. Like Judge's belt, really. <laughs> no, it'd be like Judge's kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk- no, I'm ready for this. We talked about Ozuna. Uh, the Mets have hired a new manager, Luis Rojas. Uh, he is taking over for Beltron. Uh, which Carlos cheated more? Carlos Beltran stealing the signs or Carlos from bench warmers bribing that umpire. He was 12 with a $10 bill. Um, I'm going to have to go Beltran actually. Okay. It's close though. I mean, the bench warmers still won. They did. Yeah. Cause they got him drunk. They cheated back at him. I know <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was drinking like the cheapest. Was it tequila? I think yeah. they got him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, I like that actor. Actually, he's kind of funny. He he's in funny. Fast, too fast, too furious. Yeah, he is. Yeah, did yeah. he? He had the 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 Camaro. What car did he have? No, he. It was in the beginning, um, and he had the the first. What, the you know what? What yeah, did he have? The first race with Paul Walker. Yeah. Okay, I watched that movie probably eighty times as a as a youth so yeah i had it so i know you did too because we had two dvds of it at the (laughs) apartment who has two dvds of too fast too fast so it looks like the nolan arnado trade is not happening for now now my opinion on this in 30 seconds is that the gm basically pulled all offers off the table but Arnado came out and publicly said basically that he was pissed at the GM for all this. I think that gives teams leverage again to go get them. And I still think the favorite is the Cardinals with the trade package they can do. They may have to sweeten the pot with one more player. And that's kind of scary because we've always been stingy with prospects and they're probably Dude, already- give them drop. Give them draft picks. Honestly, give them, give them five first round draft picks for Arnado. That's I terrible. don't care. That's terrible. This is why you're not a GM. Dude, it's just that easy sometimes, though. It's like, dude, just just take my first rounder. I don't really care right now. We have a good system right now. I don't think we can ruin it by giving up five first rounders. Honestly, I know they're not going to do that. I know what I'm saying is completely not good. That's great. Great talk right there. If it's uh, hold on. Yeah. If it's hyperbole. If you could win the World Series, if you won the 2020 World Series, would you be willing to trade your first and second round pick for the next three years to win the 2020 World Series? Without a doubt, yes. Okay, well, that's basically what happened to the Astros in 2017. 
Yeah. They just lost um, first and second yeah, no. picks. Yeah. So. All right. Now, do you want to get to the – what was I going to talk about? The two NFL news? Yeah. Well, I know you're excited about one because you've been going on a <laughs> – even irate about this on Twitter. So, um, tell us about the – the uh, draft next year. What the fuck is happening with the NFL draft? <laughs> so they are, I got to pull the tweet up real fast, but they're going to be boating players in. This I don't think insane. that's actually what's going to happen. I think there's too many waivers and things you have to do. Um, what if one of them doesn't know how to swim and they fall off the boat? <laughs> I Someone told me there was a funny tweet that it was like, uh, what's going to happen when the Lions player jumps in the water and drowns himself? are <laughs> the the first overall pick to the Bengals no you know, burrow burrow's gonna turn that franchise around burrow's gonna bring his freaking uh his fan boat in from uh, louisiana <laughs> oh coach o's gonna have a fucking pot of jambalaya <laughs> on, <Yeah. laughs> on a fan boat bringing old joe in uh yeah. but yeah so no, the 20- i don't think that's real the 2020 draft is in las vegas and will be on the water of the fountains of the Bellagio. Players will be transported to the stage by boat. Now, this was tweeted out by Arash Markazi. He has a blue check mark for whatever that's worth. Sports columnist, columnist, columnist at LA Times. I mean, take it for what it's worth. He's been followed and unfollowed by Kobe Bryant and King James. That's in his bio. So, whatever. <laughs> Um, he has also lost a lot of weight in the last nine years. That's his pen tweet. No. Oh, well, glad to know his life story. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea if this is real, but from what I have seen, this is real. It's insane. Yeah. Like what happens when people can't swim? I honestly don't think anything's going to capsize. Plus it's just the fountains. I mean, I don't even know how deep the water is at the fountains of the Bellagio. I don't think it's I don't think it's very deep. I can't imagine that. But I mean, this is insane. Like I was talking to a guy at work about it. It's like this is you know, not to make a pun here, but the NFL is going overboard with this draft. But at the same time, I'm gonna watch it. Like this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I got it. I got they it. They are it's Vegas. This is what Vegas does. They just take everything over the top, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's clearly what they want to do. It's like, hey, we're Las Vegas. We have to like go higher than anyone else, so they're going to go over the top. So that's clearly yeah. what's going on here. But you know, I I tweeted out on the account today at four hundred one pod that uh, all the first round picks will be you know boating up to the front, and it was a gif from the boats and hose music video with like will yeah yeah flashing all his bling it's like that's gonna be all the first round picks uh you know i think the xfl which is starting soon we're close to the xfl i think there's only one way they can top this and that is just play one half bear fights no play one half on water one half of the game. Yeah, like way. those those crazy sports like trampoline basketball and uh, uh, ice soccer. Yeah. All those stupid sports. It's almost like a full like football field of water polo. Or actually, it might be better with them in boats. First down markers have to be buoys. 
So they're just going to be bobbing all over the place. The penalties, though, the penalties would get confusing because they're going to probably have to be measured out by nautical miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope the drafting is true. I can't wait to see it. So that's about all I got to say about it. Yeah. Uh, and we don't need to talk about this next one that much either, but Eli officially retired. Eli has retired. So, like I said last show, Eli Manning. And Luke Keekley will be on the same Hall of Fame ballot. Tanner, I'm going to set you up. Is he the E-word? No. Come on, man. I wanted to say one. No. He is He is the E-word at times, but he is not a consistent E-word. Okay. He has moments of E-wording. Is he, at times, as good as Joey Chestnut at eating hot dogs? Yeah. Is he, at times, as good as Yeti at keeping stuff cold? I think Ozark Trail's better, isn't it? Uh, I haven't really used him much. <laughs> Is he, at times, <laughs> better than Pat McAfee at chugging? Uh, I didn't see him chug on that party video. Have you not ever seen Pat McAfee chug a beer? I've seen McAfee chug, yes. I've not. Yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Like, these I... are people that are elite at stuff that aren't sports related. Oh, I see what you did there. But hot dog eating contest is a sport, it's on ESPN. Oh, my God. It's not a sport, Tanner. <laughs> eating is not a sport. <laughs> but, but, it's on, but it's on ESPN. They, I love it. They brought the Ocho back a couple times, didn't they? It's like not, uh, for like a day or something. Yeah, it's not like actually the Ocho. Yeah. They just call it that. Yeah, they just call it that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to talk too much about football. We'll be doing that in the well, week to come too. So, you yeah, got anything else though? I had I had a draft one, but we can save it for another show. Like a what do you mean? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you know what? We'll save it for another show. Yeah, I didn't really do much research on it yet. So you're not supposed to research it. I was gonna ask. Is, uh, is that what is that freaking weirdo that does the the draft list or whatever? Mc Todd Cal- McShay. Is oh, that it? The other one, Mel Kiper. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Ooh, you know what? I can't wait to start doing. I'm going to do some draft research this year. I want to know these prospects. So a couple of years ago, I started reading more articles on draft prospects. And honestly, it makes the draft so much more exciting to know these prospects a little bit better and to have an idea of where they should go and what kind of talent they are projected to have in the NFL. And so this year, though, I want to watch some film on some of the skill players. So I will keep you posted on that. If that's going to happen. So, but that's kind of the goal this year. I, you won't see any Nebraska players, that's for sure. Yeah, I won't have to worry about that. But yeah. there are actually – there's a receiver from Colorado projected to go in the first round. Yeah, he is a stud. Obviously, they played Nebraska this year. And yeah. He's actually – I mean, he was exciting to watch, and I, I hate that we lost to them. But, yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a – go on. I actually watched that game. That was a pretty – that was a really exciting game. Yeah, I think it went to overtime. Yeah, Colorado um, came Colorado. back from like yeah. 20 like, points, I think, Yeah, it was crazy dumb. I hated it. Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> um, I mean, Nebraska put up a good fight, but you know who else put up a good fight, Tanner? Who's that? 
Kansas, K State. <laughs> oh, you set that up really well. <laughs> Dude, what are we on the freaking streets here? Like, first of all, I don't know why that guy was I don't know both ways actually. I don't know why that guy wanted that layup so much. And I don't know why that guy wanted to block that layup so much. Yeah. Like, so what was going on? If you don't know the reference, Kansas versus Kansas State, was it last night? Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Yeah. Full on brawl at the very end of this game. Kansas won 81 60. I mean, kicked the shit out of them. And at the final buzzard, uh, uh, the last seconds, a K State player steals the ball, goes in for a last second layup that meant nothing. I don't know what the spread was. Maybe he had a bet going on. I don't think he did. That was <laughs> that game was completely over by then. Kansas player comes in, blocks it, and then next thing you know, there is some fisticuffs going on <laughs> and chairs, <laughs> thrown oh. chairs. So Silvio Silvio De Sosa. Yeah, I won. saw that name. Is he supposed to be a good player or what? I don't know. I don't think I, so. He's, I don't know. He is now a suspended. He's averaging like three points. So he blocked the shot. And then him and the player that he blocked, those two go at it. Cause a bench clearing brawl. And if you watch the video, at one point, De Sosa picks up a stool. <laughs> he picked up like a bar stool. And he give him the chair. Yeah, he like raised it above his head, and someone just like grabbed it from him. <laughs> well, first of all, that that dude deserved not the dude deserved to be suspended. He's he, he was so arrogant, and he stepped over that player like he was the biggest shot in the league. If you're averaging three points a freaking game, and you do that, I would have kicked him in the balls. Honestly, that's what he should have done. <sighs> Hey, it was so dumb, and like I know it's a rival between them, but that score, it was pretty freaking bad, and there was no reason. People were coming off the benches to fight, like people not even dressed up in the game. Oh, the cheerleaders were in there. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they were. <laughs> no, they I, were doing anything. I think they were trying to block it. No, or, it just this know. brawl started where all the cheerleaders yeah. were. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Feel bad for them, but oh well. Well, some of the some of the male cheerleaders I saw in the video were like one of the some of the people trying to like help break it up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what else do you uh, about Tanner? Anything? Anything on the ballot? Anything? On I got. The, I do have another r- pretty ridiculous thing. You know, last uh, episode, Antonio Brown was my idiot of the week, and he has surmassed that. So. Actually, it kind of seems like um, him trying to send some dicks by mail to Adam Schefter and his helmet incident and his, you know, trying to freeze his feet off have been the lightest things that he's done in the past year. So now he has an arrest warrant by the state of Florida for him. He's accused of burglary and battery. And this is with a buddy too, right? Like him, it was like him and a buddy, which is that's that's always the case when it comes to NFL players and um, police looking at it's his trainer. So, yeah. Oh, it's his trainer. So, I'll just kind of read the article here. Brown was accused of throwing a rock at a moving truck driver after initially refusing to pay a four thousand dollar fine. He eventually paid, allegedly allegedly handed over the cash but wouldn't pay for damaging the truck. His trainer, Glenn Holt, 
arrested for burglary and battery during the incident. Now there is an arrest warrant out. Arrest warrant out for AB for the same thing. Uh, so this was him moving a, his house. I right? yeah. like actually moving. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I think he he yeah. I'm pretty sure he was actually moving. So it was like movers that were moving his stuff, and they. I I think it says in there that they he didn't think they were careful enough or something or maybe something broke. I don't know too. What? Yeah. Anyways, he is a complete psychopath yeah. right now. I don't understand how. He, I mean, people have came up to you, and I know maybe he is really messed up in the head, but at some point, he's got to have like an intervention or something. Yeah, he needs I mean, some serious help. It's. It's gone too far at this point. He's Instagram living, you know, police at his house now, and he's trying to obviously incite them to do something to him. It's it's out of hand. You know, I don't want to talk about Antonio Brown, but at this point, he keeps just doing stuff. I don't know if he's just Jerry Jonings it. Wow, I fucked that name up. He's just really trying to keep his name in the paper at this point. Jerry Jonesing it. There we go. Jerry Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Yeah, dude, Thank I got you. your reference on that one. <laughs> no, but, but my Jerry Jones <laughs> reference is that, you know, he is one of the best at keeping people talking about the Cowboys whenever they are not in the playoffs. While the playoffs are going on, you know, we go into the conference championship games, people are still talking about Cowboy stuff. So that's that's what I mean by that Jerry Jones reference. But... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. So yep, yep. my yep, note yep. on that is Let's... Antonio Brown is now just a double negative, which I get doesn't make sense, but you get it. He is not positive. <laughs> what I get out of that comment. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is this Andy Reid thing that you uh, about? did you see what he said after the AFC game or after the AFC championship? Was that what he like wanted the people to cheat? No, no. So if you're undecided on who to root for at the Super Bowl, just know that Andy Reid told the reporters how he celebrated the night after they won the AFC championship. He said, I had a cheeseburger and I went to bed. If that is not America's hero, I don't know what is. Surprised it wasn't it might have been. He didn't really get into specifics. So big red had a burger and went to bed. Dude, I can't wait. I, I'm actually excited to talk a little bit more about that game. But yeah, we'll do that later. We'll break down the Super um, Bowl a little bit closer. Dude, I, I, yeah, I just keep hearing more and more stuff, and it's opening my eyes to all this that I'm thinking of. And it's not like bad things that it's like overwhelming. It's just like, oh, dude, like Kittle oh, Kelsey matchup. Like, who's going to do better? Like, just thinking about that is not awesome. to get too much into it, but you can't really compare their numbers because Kittle blocks no. so much. That if the Niners are running the ball effectively, his numbers are going to, you know, not be there because he's blocking so much. Whereas Kelsey is going to obviously be more involved in the pass game, much more pass heavy offense in Kansas City. What if Kittle just Kittle and Kelsey had a coverage? Oh, just one on one, like basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I would pay the McGregor Cerrone fight money. To watch that, <laughs> you didn't pay anything. I, I had, oh, one thing about had, Super Bowl too that I'm, I'm actually to, really excited about. I had to pay for what? beer for that, so yeah. Uh, okay, was it a two? No, I just I walked in, and got a bucket. 
Um, I have one more thing to say about the Super okay. Bowl. I bought my Super Bowl squares, Ooh. which if you don't know that, it's like 10 bucks a square, um, random numbers on the side, um, and then like the whatever the score is, the either the first or the last. If it's single digits, it's first, obviously. Uh, double digits, the last number. Um, both of the last numbers, they go down and you see who wins. So I think it's like 120 bucks each quarter they're giving away. So yeah. I still I'm don't excited. know and understand how squares work. And after your explanation, <laughs> I'm more confused. It's I'll show All you right, one. I'm going to give worry. you, I'm going to give you some uh, bad news. Go on. Okay. Bad I'm going to give you some good news, bad news. They're completely unrelated. I'm going to tell you the good news first. Are, are you? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Yeah. Justin Tucker hit a 70-yard field goal at the uh, Pro Bowl, like the whatever, one of their practices. 70 yards. I like once you get past the logo, you're free. You're the Barry Bonds of – And it's not in Denver. Like, no, yeah, it's in Hawaii, it's in Hawaii right? I don't think they, they're in Hawaii. I think it's Arizona. Yeah, I think it's now. Hawaii, man. I'm not sure. Are you sure? I think this year it's back. It was in Hawaii for the long. It might be. I really. Don't I think know. it's back. But anyway, right. Justin Tucker news? is like 130 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> is he ripped though? Does he have a six pack? Probably. It's probably all leg. Let's see. Pro Bowl 2020 is in Florida. Completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> All right, Tanner. Let's uh, let's send these people into the first what, week. Do you not want to hear my bad news? Oh, I thought that was your bad news. He's at 130. No, I said they're completely unrelated. I... All right, Mr. Peanut is dead. Oh yeah, he's dead. All right, so Mr. Peanut. When you say Mr. Peanut, I I always just think of Mr. Potato Head, though. And then I think of that's hey. Mr. Potato Head to you. And then I think of Major League Two when Serrano hits that home run and he says to the catcher, what does he say? He's like, um, uh, oh, frick. I can't remember right now. Hey, can you he have some respect? Can what? you have some respect for Mr. Peanut? Respect? Yeah. I have all he, the respect in the world. He was 104, 1916 to 2020. Okay. Dude, Do you he know was what? still kicking at 104, too. Those freaking, what are those German chomper things, nutcrackers, were after him all his life. He just just kept abiding, the dude abide. Uh, I was going to mention a couple uh, tweets that, because they obviously tweeted out, they are now, the Twitter handle for Mr. Peanut is now the estate of Mr. Peanut, which is hilarious. So it's their their first Super Bowl that's not going to have him, right? Super Bowl commercial. I guess. Was, I, I think that's when their that's their first commercial without him. That's why that I think why? I saw. So. Is that why he died? Uh, well, I think we're going to find out why he died. Just like how we found out Rowdy died at SEMO when no one cared about it. <laughs> yeah, the new the new Rowdy is not my Rowdy. No, he's not. I partied with the the old Rowdy, and he's fun. 
So let me just wrap this up. Uh, pour one out for Mr. Peanut. Uh, search for. <laughs> I did. I did the motion with my beer for no reason. The most <laughs> awkward thing is when you're at a concert and every five minutes they're like, "Raise it up and take a toast with me," and I'm like, "I finished it like three minutes ago. I got to pee really bad. I'll go get another one." Like. <laughs> Yeah, because I give you those what twenty four ounces at concerts. It's like, well, I can't just let this yeah, thing sit here. Depends when what where you sit at. I mean, I I kind of do sweet life sometimes. You know, big deal. But yeah, you know what? Nick, you can get a you can get a pallet of dicks by mail. <laughs> yeah, go back to last. It's Valentine's Day. It's coming up. So, but to finish off my point in memoriam, <laughs> Mister Peanut. <laughs> Uh, look are they up, gonna have up. a? Uh, are they gonna have uh, what is that um, death thing that Savannah wrote um, in the newspaper? What? An obituary. Obituary. That's what it is. <laughs> are they gonna have an obituary for him? <laughs> Did you not only know not know what obituary was, but just name drop a friend without like. <laughs> Any she reference wrote them in the southeast, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he will have an obituary. What I was trying to say before you interrupted me was that if you get on his Twitter, you can see some uh, some nice little friendly banter between other companies, you know, wishing a memoriam back. Uh, hmm. but that was the last thing I had, dude. Let's do this movie recommendation. Send off our listeners for the weekend with a couple things to watch while you got some downtime. I had one less day to prepare for this, but I had to dig deep into the DVD collection for this one. Oh, yeah? It's a DVD. It's not on anything. I Well, it might be. I think it's on Netflix, actually, right now. I got on Netflix and just looked through my list and found two. Yeah, so. I saw that. All right, you go first. And then I'll go middle, and then you. I guess you can. Yeah, I don't really care. Okay. What do you want? I'll, let's do that. We'll sandwich okay. it. So the first one uh, was the one I was gonna do, and then I watched the second one today, so that's why it made the list as well. But the first one is Layer Cake. Okay, it's got a weird name, but it's actually phenomenal. It's Layer Cake. It's got James Bond in it, the good one, Daniel Craig. Uh, <laughs> no, I have to guess the name. Oh, sorry. All right. Daniel Craig and who else? Daniel um, Craig's been in the last two. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, the most of the other main characters, I don't like. Really know, like, I don't uh, know if you, you know. You don't him. have to. Yeah, you can. One guy. One guy was in like it's calm. Uh, calm something. He was on Hell on Wheels. Really good. Uh, British is he British or Irish actor? It's also got. Tom Hardy plays a really small role in it. Uh, But James Bond sells drugs and he gets put in a no win situation by one of his crime bosses and he's got to get us, get himself out of it. Hmm. And it's actually really good. I do recommend playing the subtitles on because some of them have, if you're like me and you're from a small Southeast town, uh, you know, some British or Irish accents, are tough How do you understand. not know the difference, Tanner? What do you mean? British or Irish? They have both. Oh, I thought you were, you couldn't decide if it was British or Irish. 
No, they will they will have a Irish guy play a British guy and vice versa because they don't think any Americans will notice. Okay. Which I didn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Haven't you seen Chernobyl? Where no, I'm not actually. Chernobyl is where you know it's. Oh, they have place. like all like different people playing Russians, like yeah, English takes- people. It takes place in Russia, but all the actors in it are British or yeah. Irish. All right. You ready for mine? I, yeah. I, I know you've seen this, but it's still one of my favorite football movies. The Replacements. Friday Night Lights. Oh, The Replacements. Yeah. All right. So it's got Coach John Norman Wick. Dale. John Wick. I was going to say Johnny Utah. Uh, Bill or Ted. I don't know, actually. What are you <laughs> I don't talking about? Keanu Reeves. I don't remember if he was Bill or Ted. He's Johnny Utah. Uh, what is that from, Tanner? Neo. Yeah, okay. You're fine. <laughs> Anyways. What's Johnny, what's Johnny Utah from? Oh, I just forgot it, too. They just remade right. it. <laughs> it's got a Patrick Swayze. Point break. Nope. Roadhouse. Point break. So it's just uh, the NFL goes on strike and they get a whole bunch of replacement players to fill in. And Keanu is a lefty quarterback and he leads his team to victory and maybe gets a second chance. Pulls them Who all knows? together in a jail cell. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's my favorite. It's funny. I mean, the sporting is not great in it, but it's not terrible. So, give it a go. Uh, my second movie recommendation is the movie 21. The numbers 2-1. You don't have to spell it out. Just the numbers 21. Uh, it's got Kevin Spacey in it. But, uh, I mean, he gets the shit kicked out of him in the movie, so it's okay. Uh, but It's got another Kevin's- Matrix guy in it, too. Oh yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, Basically, what happens is is Kevin Spacey is a college professor who rounds up college kids to run a at smart one. All the nerds and they count blackjack cards and they go to Vegas and basically steal a ton of money from casinos by counting cards. Yep. And then Lawrence Fishburne slash Morpheus is onto them and tries to catch them. And it's a phenomenal movie. You got to check it out. Tanner, very, can I tell you something not to watch too? It's a very underrated movie. Yeah. What's up? Do not watch Togo. I what? think that is on Disney plus. Is that the dog one that has the yeah. goblin in it? Yes. Uh-huh. I can't remember the guy. And uh, Boondock Saints guy. What's his name? Oh, I forget. I can't remember. Anyways, so the original story is Balto. Disney then went in, did some research, and I'm doing bunny ears right now, did some research and said Balto wasn't the real hero. If you don't know what Balto is, it's just kind of a sled dog who led. Hold up. Hold up. If you don't know what, what? Balto is, you don't deserve Yeah, exactly. It. You don't deserve exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, this, this is a hot take for me. This is probably my only hot take today. 
You do not do that to Balto. He has a statue in Central Park for a reason. Yeah. He don't, is the real hero. Not this Togo. Don't mess Disney with just made this story up. Do not watch Togo. This was a real story. They got a real actor and not the guy that's made his career being a villain to play the main guy. I don't think he made his career on that, but <laughs> name another character name besides the green goblin that he played. Um, exactly. So there you go. I just know the I just know the Boondock Saint detective. Yeah. Well, you don't remember his name, but you remember Green Goblin. I don't. I do. All right. Anyways, like, you know, I have one more thing. He looks like Dennis Leary. What is that guy's he, name? he looks like Dennis Leary if he like did some meth and lost some like yeah. weight in the face. Yeah. Um, I have one more thing too. So there Harry Potter is in a show coming up. Um, and it's called Miracle Workers, like Dark Ages. Are we ever gonna get tired of these medieval shows and movies? Because they're just it's come out in bundles now. Oh, that was another yawn. No, Jesus, I know. Yeah, I, I'm almost tired of them. Really, like, you're not letting me. You're not letting me talk enough. The Witcher, Games of Thrones. I don't know, like Viking something. I, like there's just there, too many, too many shows and movies now. There is Vikings, yeah. But so, well, that's kind of, yeah, I know that wasn't the best example. Nope. <laughs> no, there is a ton of medieval shows. There will always be a ton of medieval shows, and people love them. It's a different time that we never lived and understood, and pay, people like to like look back at it and see how miserable. That's like fantasy land. I know, I get that. It's William Defoe. <laughs> He's an Aquaman. I refuse to watch that movie. Dude, that's not a bad movie. I, that should have been my movie recommendation. Yeah, I won't watch it. Other than that, no, he's not in The Lighthouse. All right, Terry, you got any final notes? No, I think we should wrap it up. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you next Tuesday, Monday. When do we record? Yeah, we're, what are we going to do next week? Recap the Pro Bowl? <laughs> We're probably just gonna do some random facts again, and do maybe come up a couple more segments. Maybe we'll do top five. Yeah, we finally we will have some more segments next week. Yeah, definitely some top five going in, uh, just for some random stuff. Uh, we'll keep it pretty light, pretty loose, pretty funny. And hey, first... I'll be going to the uh, NHL skills competition. When's that? Uh, Friday. All right, maybe you can give us a little update on that. Give you a little uppy. Maybe I'll uh, do one of those little games and uh, you know, you know, toss the puck a little bit, little uh, little top shelf, little right where the peanut butter is, little saucer, little. All right, you're cut off. Little humdinger. You're cut off. We're little. ending this. <laughs> it's over. We'll All see right. you guys Monday. Bye.
my brother on Tango. Used to ride six deep in the Rango. At the crib, one phones in the mango. I bought my mama a